Hey, welcome to the Young Mind Podcast, guys. What Whoa. the fuck is up? Oh, you know what's up? You're in for a treat today. That's what's up. Oh, yeah. Ooh, you're going to get deep into our personal lives, guys. Our horrible ha. past relationships. Yes, our... With uh, the same girl. Did you guys hey. know that? What the fuck? Oh, Spoiler shit. alert. Eskimo brothers unite. Yes. Yeah, so this podcast, we talk about what a toxic relationship is, how it fucking ruins your life, and then we also dive into like a toxic friendship. Yeah, all different relationships. So your friends, your family, and significant others. So we go into detail. We give personal testimony. We kind of elaborate on how we've dealt with those relationships yep, and some how they stories along the way. Yeah, how they've shaped us and how they've brought us together. And you know, it's just a cool mix of emotions. And this one is going to be heavily relatable to everybody. You know, yeah, if you've been so. listening to our shit I and really we're like, hope so. get off the fitness shit, guys, young minds. That's not the. That's not about muscles. Stop. Dude, well, this one's about, about the heart chill, now. Chill. I know, I know. The heart is a muscle, right? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, this one has a lot to do with the heart. So, uh, yeah, if you guys want to further ado, yeah. Stay tuned, guys. Enjoy the podcast. Wait, what is this feeling in my brain? It feels, it feels like it's growing. That, my friend, is knowledge. Because you're listening to Young Minds Podcast. However, first, I do want to acknowledge the fact that we broke the internet last week with yeah. our skit. Oh, man. Broke the, like, Massapequa, Belmore area, the tri-state area internet. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. I feel like I feel like oh, a lot man. of people are like, hmm, I don't know how I feel about this. Why? Well, like, it was so over the top. It was not, like, in a judgment <laughs> way, more just like, wait, I know them, but I don't, I mean, I don't really know a lot of people. Really deeply know a lot yeah. of people. I just kind of pass by. They'll know me from seeing me, but that's it. So it's when, like, oh, there's that kid, and he's wearing a wig, and he's talking really fucking gay. Yeah, but like it's relative, and it's kind of funny. No, it makes that I, we got so much good response from that. I was dying. I love the it young so minds. The young minds one got a lot. Like on my profile, I was like, eh, it got like, eh. What do you mean? Compared to put follower to comment ratio. Yes, of course. Like the young minds podcast thing was just like. It was like yeah, more was so comments funny. than likes. And if like you guys, if just... you guys didn't see it, uh, check out Frank's Instagram or Young Minds Instagram. Uh, we made a skit about aspartame, and we just wore a wig the whole time, and it's just really fucking funny. Ah, dude, we but were I love, dying. I love making skits like that. Like that's why I love YouTube because, well, the the way I film YouTube isn't acting; it's me. But sometimes there'll be a part where like I act something, and I fucking love it. It's so fun to act. Yeah, because you know? you're kind of like you're letting yourself express you're expressing yourself but it's not for you it's like just to express yourself in some way it's not like oh i'm just doing this because i'm interacting with somebody that i love or somebody that one of my friends and that's it it's like we're doing this for a purpose because it's going to stay on the internet forever and there's something funny <laughs> about could that watch us be retarded forever oh, i love it i don't give a fuck like no, no judgment i mean i said it when, when we were editing it right I turned to you and I was like, dude, it, you have to have no ego to make shit like this. Dude, leave that shit at the door, bro. You have to... Basically, when I was... When I, when we were doing that, I was completely Trisha. Yeah. I was fucking Trisha. No, you fucking... And you I had, like, in. an attitude and I was pissed that you were fucking eating that gum and I was in it. Like, bro, that's how you gotta be, dude. Bro, the fucking... Like, you're Trisha. <laughs> the fucking spit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I couldn't stop watching Someone that. commented that, right? Uh, yeah, my like, boy dude, Adrian. Like, yeah. My boy Adrian. Uh, cracking he was up. dying. That was a good good time yeah we need to do more of those the, the, plenty more to come yeah but definitely. uh yeah no definitely they have a pretty cool little relationship trish and uh 
Trish and Jess? Trish and Jess, yeah. Well, talking about like the Instagram thing, I see now hmm. that three times in the past week there's some mysterious girl on your Insta stories. Uh, and I think <laughs> I think the people need to know what the fuck's going on. You guys can know, man. It's cuz cool. there's been no tags. It's you talking cool. to someone? Yeah, there's no tags because the girl doesn't have a taggable account cuz no it doesn't exist. Media. Yeah. How's that? It's fucking extreme, extreme. Talk about that for a sec, actually. That's that's it's weird because she's twenty two, right? Twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah. Twenty. She's our age. Yeah. What twenty three year old doesn't have social media? It, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, had social media for a while. Uh-huh. Found that it wasn't treating her very well, and uh, she wasn't taking it well. I guess. I mean, it's a conflict. It, it's up to you to really. Um, be able of course, to handle your perception of it. Yeah. So how like, it works in your life. Yeah, but if you're you know, your response was, I'm going to get rid of this because it's hurting me in some way. That's enough onus on yourself. You're like, you know what? I'm just going to not do this anymore. That's huge though. It's huge. Because everyone is on it. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. It's, it's more, it's more important than a phone number. I feel like now, like, oh, you have my Instagram. You have now visual audio without me wa- asking well, dude, for How it. many times do you meet someone and you don't get their phone number, you just get no, their Instagram? It's so much easier. I've worked with people and I've been like, yeah, I'll DM you because I don't give out my number. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll DM you. Like, I have your Instagram. Yeah, as if that's like super personal. Like, oh, you can't no, come up on my screen. personal, but it's just like, it's so much easier to just be yeah. like, I'll DM you. Yeah. Well, we'll I, contact you through there. Yeah. Because I noticed like when I went to Austin, I never took phone numbers from people. Like I'd meet somebody and be like, yo, you got an Instagram? Cause that's it. Then that's from there, we could share content. You follow me, I follow you. I see what you're all about, and if there's enough in common, I mean, then let's connect. Then you grow a step further. Then you share personal information like that because it's not like I'm scared of somebody texting me. But what <laughs> warrants you to reach out to somebody without having some sort of reason? Like a, you need a reason. You got to follow through. Like I won't just start a text conversation just because. Ah, oh, how you been? It's just, it's weird. It lacks context. It lacks uh, emotion. It lacks nonverbal communication. Like, you don't get the full experience. Why the fuck would I just text you? But yeah. if I see you on Instagram, it's like, I see you. There's a picture, a video, you did something, and then maybe I can, can comment on it. You can respond to it. Exactly. I can respond to that. So instead of just like... So just like, feel hey. safer. But how has it been hanging out with someone who... I think <laughs> we were talking about this yeah. last time we were together. When you guys hang out... There is zero, even if she's not on social media, there's no, she's phone. not even like taking it out and taking a Instagram story of a picture of, of like her food and being like snack time. Yeah. Like just taking, mm. she's not even taking those five seconds out of nothing. Your day. You want to hear this? To do that. Yeah. We were playing. So how is that? Dude, we were playing ping pong over here, um, which is separate from where my room is for half hour. And then her phone was on the floor over here and we just walked into my room. My phone was also on the floor. Like, the way we put it on the floor after we, when we were playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it's out of sight, out of mind. But I didn't even think about grabbing it. The only time I wanted to grab it was when we wanted to put on music. So we didn't want to l- watch TV. So I turned on my TV, did the typical, like, all right, let me click Netflix or whatever, and we'll just, we'll hang out. <laughs> so I got to turn it on, and we can't get past the home screen because we're just talking. We're just sitting there having a conversation. From start to finish there are fillers in there we don't have to go into detail but from start to finish it's all talk right and like there's just nothing more that i want out of a relationship than that i don't want this busy time like oh we have free time well let's just sit in each other's presence and let's make it like we have something instagram aimlessly bro like 
it, and I have to admit, like I've been in a relationship where there was a heavy emphasis on Instagram and it still wasn't that bad. But when there was like, if I looked away from her or now went to the bathroom, it, now thinking about it, cause I know both those yeah, relationships, you, yeah. you went, you went from one extreme to the That's other. That's what I'm saying. The you literally went to the opposite spectrum. Went from a quarter million followers to zero. Fuck. Like it's just a weird shift That's in the crazy. 2018 thought process. Now, obviously this relationship is new. It's new, it's exciting, and there's yeah, all, like, exactly. the honeymoon stage, whatever you want to call it, but, like, there's been a deep desire throughout the past, right? Like, we've seen each other from across the room. Unspoken truth. Never mm. said anything, never pushed, had way more respect for the relationships around me, didn't act on it, didn't even think about it for a long time, but once the gates opened up on both sides, I lose my relationship, she loses hers... Just the, the fucking dude, the force was just too much. But what was crazy is like, I don't go out, right? And this is the consistency between all of my relationships I've ever been in, where me being reluctant to go out and somebody saying, Frank, come out, please, let's go out. And then I meet my girlfriend three times. Really? First time, yeah, with my first girlfriend, Tori. She, uh, we were at Bedrock, uh, just a strip of uh, college bars. And we were leaving and we were going to my car and my friend Luca goes, yo, let's just stop by McKeeves really quick. Just real quick. You know, we have tickets for all of the, do you know, I used to work there. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, dude, let's just stop by and you know, see what's going on over there. Was, Damn, dude, I, I want to go from home. McKeeves and girlfriend, girlfriended her. Yeah. She's the fucking dopest chick ever. Jesus. She's cool. She's cool as fuck. Yeah, like, no, just we've cool talked chick. about it. Um, so we went and, uh, walked in. I was like, all right, dude, whatever. I'll just go in for her. For a little bit. Second I go in there, I see this girl. We lock eyes. We're like, fuck. I, I, like, just both of us like, shit, really? So then we just started talking, and from there, it was a wrap. Every day, hung out from there. Relationship, right? Then I go to Rockville Center one night. I mean, this is years down the road. And I'm like, I, guys, I really don't want to be here. Like, let's leave. They're like, no, let's just go to RJ's. Let's go to RJ's. I'm like, fuck. All right, fine. So I wanted to leave. We went to one bar, and I was like, guys, I, I'm like, I'm tired. Because I don't drink. I don't drink a lot. Yeah, no, me neither. I don't so, like, off. it wears off, and I get tired. I don't get, like, I'm not drunk anymore. I'm not even close. And I was like, let's just get on the train and get the fuck out. So I turn the corner into RJ's, and I find my ex-girlfriend. And from there, wrap from there. This time, after... That shit show's over. I go to... Where the fuck was I? Nutty Irishman in Farmingdale. But you were the designated driver. all my friends. I was a designated driver completely sober. Didn't even think about drinking. I was just high. And <laughs> I, wa I walked into the Nutty Irishman. Uh, no, we went into this speakeasy. So it's like you walk into this place. You know what speakeasy is? Mm -hmm. No, I know what that is. Yeah, you just walk into a cool? place. And it's like a bookshelf. And they're like, walk behind this bookshelf. And there's like a Wait, fucking... Wait, was everyone... No, nah, okay. nah. What nah. is that? When they snap, it's like instead clap, of clapping. What the fuck yeah. is that? It, it's like I don't know. It's some like respect thing. I don't get uh, respect nothing. You don't want to be too loud so you don't clap. Yeah. Hey, Trish, relax. Hey, don't <laughs> make Trish Tr come out. Trish is coming in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so then not to bore everybody with these stories, but I uh, we were like, are you guys ready to leave? Because this place sucks. It was just like a basement. It looked like a rich guy's basement. But, like, a public rich guy's basement is not as fun as your friend being a rich guy in his basement. You know? It's a little different. It's very closed, tight. It was, like, a fireplace, and there were older people, and, like, so what the fuck are we doing here? Like, there's nothing going on. We're just drinking in a basement. 
it just seemed for me cynical because i don't like drinking so i was like yeah. now i'm in two places i don't want to be so then we left and we go to the nutty irishman which is like a club vibe just is it? heavy heavy music and just like <laughs> all in your ear i'm like all right let's just walk in fuck it like you guys want to party still let's go so i go in and who's there new girl new girl <laughs> so, <laughs> so she comes in i see her and i'm like fuck i ha like so this is a conflict of interest friend mutual friend x and it's hard you know you don't want to break bro code but not when you're not bros yeah you know? that's what we're it's talking hard about that. very like, hard you're not really that we him. weren't it was like we went to the same gym it was more like if you ever saw him at the yeah. gym you'd like nod talk to him for a yeah. little and that's it exactly but if you never saw him at the gym you would never see him i would never hang out with him no, and exactly. it's nothing against him i just like wouldn't we never were like hey yeah. man what are you doing today so i was like that's enough for me to kind of make a move because i've seen this girl for two years now three years now i'm like ah, she's worth it like and then there's always been a block whether she was with somebody or i was with somebody it was always like an issue and this one time where I was like, okay, now I'm allowed to feel for you, and you're allowed to feel for me. Like, uh, you want to hang out? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then from there, dude, I love it so much. It was I'm a wrap. so fucking happy. About oh, this. I'm so excited, man, because it's it's so easy. I just came and out of plus, like the most toxic. Well, here's what I was gonna say. Anxiety ridden. I know the yeah. relationship you just got out of. Yeah, I did. And by I know, let's disclose means that. that not gonna do i dated that ex yeah <laughs> frank and i have the same ex-girlfriend yeah, eskimo brothers fucking crazy it's great so it's... the shit you went through i literally verbatim went through it yeah and it was funny because the other day we were going through we were eating sushi <laughs> and like because for me i i've never stooped so low in my life <laughs> same, right and same like which is but when you said it say I, but it, it's like but it's reality it right? is it's reality and sometimes nothing against you're in her. these relationships that just fuck you up yeah because you have an expectation for what you want and they have an expectation for what they want and whether it's rational or not that's their expectation and, and i think the thing the the point with this relationship our shared ex is that that other person had so many problems yeah that tell me if this is if you did the same thing but you thought you can fix it dude you that's, thought you can help that's my goal yeah. in life is to try dude, to I help felt people like and i took it to that extreme i was like you're awesome we get along so well mm -hmm. you have these problems they're hard yeah fuck yeah let's do it mm -hmm. i'm so positive i have so much energy there's so much good let's let's get through this together dude but nope that shit grabs you around the throat and drags you 50 feet underwater mm -hmm. and you're gasping for air six inches a day dude <laughs> <laughs> and you're like we can go up no we're all going down oh, oh, no man. we got it yeah if i just try so a little let's harder. talk about that let's talk yeah. about a toxic dude. relationship yeah man because those the the big problem with toxic relationships are that they're not obvious right away no not when you're in them yeah it's they're driven by your own insecure i mean for me i'm gonna i'm gonna talk on my own for this one okay um just driven by my own insecurity that's what got me there so i and by that what i mean is yeah explain i wanted to pursue a career on my own and i wanted to be entrepreneurial kind of like what we're doing right now yeah so you and saw I social media thought, as the outlet the first yes and i thought if you pair yourself with somebody who is also focused on that same goal and you both work very well together let's capitalize on that because that's unique it beats being one dope person when you're two dope people and yeah. you have a niche and maybe if there's teamwork that could build a foundation for our relationship and maybe we could take this further so that was kind of subconscious 
because yeah, it was, I was just like say, it wasn't was that direct. really the first no, driver no, probably not, not at all right no not at yeah, all because you're not like that I no. wouldn't I wouldn't see that but I saw that as a way to accelerate the relationship and also give us give me an outlet because I'm very more business savvy marketing and more yeah I mean in but control. also both of you which was the same for when I was with her both both of us were super uh, content creative driven mm-hmm. like we both wanted to do this so it just worked yeah exactly cool that's that's what we were doing but then i realized as time went on that i was so focused on the content building that i was losing my own homeostasis like i was falling out of homeostasis i wasn't keeping track of all the things that i wanted to keep track of in my own life i started working and living for her instead of doing it for me to build us up it was and that that goes back her. to that that saying where if you don't put yourself first, you can't take care of anyone. Yeah, and no, exactly. a lot of people can't can't wrap that around their head that you actually have to be selfish and take care of yourself, and you have to be set before you can move on and help anyone else. Yeah, I mean, in and the I airplane, <laughs> in the airplane, they say uh, put your yeah put your mask on first, right? Exactly, and then help others. Yeah, because if you don't have your mask on, you can't help anyone. Yeah, you're about to pass the fuck out. Exactly, but that me going in the relationship, I was in my head like perfectly suitable. I had, I was built like a pyramid. You're not going to knock me down. I got this. I have a good foundation. I could help you up. And as time went on, it's just like one little piece was taken off of me every day. One little piece. And you don't notice it. I'm there with you. You don't notice it. And then (laughs) at some point there's this like, this compounding effect of, of animosity that you have towards the person. You get these little gripes that you just can't let go of. And you want to open up communication, but the communication is impossible because that one person's super insecure about something that they don't want to talk about. And you're insecure about talking about that thing because you feel like it's going to make your relationship worse. So you're scared to bring up that thing because they are insecure about that thing. And you want to hold it, but you know communication is key. And when you hold it back, you're allowing that relationship, that that issue to metastasize like cancer and then at some point it's stage four and you're like dude i i can't do anything about this there's just there's no outlet here we've built a foundation that is on quicksand and there's just this building's going to collapse very soon and we're we're kind of done and then that's when it hits that really deep rock bottom when you open up that tumor and it just spills out right and you just get everything at once and when that person's not mature enough to handle criticism in any way you know like i'm wrong in some ways i have to i had to have been in some ways so i want to i want to that was amazing what you just said but it's all metaphorically i want to paint the picture with real stuff yeah do it so i've i've actually been in so many relationships throughout high school and everything like i was always that guy who had a girlfriend Mm -hmm. always and I know we're talking about all this one girl but basically it was very significant that was the only very 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 bad relationship i've ever been in yeah so that's i don't want to seem like we're bashing her just because we know we were both with I, her. Feel, I feel bad i love her i love her i know the good in her yeah it was but fun. like it was fun it, yes exactly yeah but let's put that okay so so i just want to paint the picture of how this relationship went obviously take away the first three months it's the honeymoon phase everything's mm-hmm. fucking perfect not a, not a single problem the rest of the relationship was I couldn't talk to any of my friends 
and this is hard for me to say because I'm not like that, bro. Yeah. I stand for myself. Whatever the fuck I want to do, I always do it. I'm always in the lines. I always respect everyone's decision. Like Caitlin and I right now, like everything's perfect. Like we're, ve I'm very mature. But when, just like you said before, I've never stooped this low. Yeah. So at this low point, my relationship, I couldn't talk to all my friends, all my high school friends, the the group of like girls. Because, you know, you have, like, th I had three guy friends and three girlfriends, and we were a group. All of high school it was the f six of us, whatever it may be. Yeah. I had to block them all on Instagram. Block. Couldn't talk to them, bro. Blocked. Um, apparently, I followed too many blonde models on Instagram, like random models, you know, like mm -hmm. people you follow on Instagram. And apparently, I had a thing for blonde, and I had to block all blondes, right? <laughs> um, I couldn't bring up anything about any other girl. Dude, if someone if someone passed and I was <laughs> no like, chance. oh, I like the that look at that girl's leggings. Those are sick. Why are you? Well, you you're looking over there. Like you you're always looking at other girls. Da, da, da. Boom, huge fucking fight. It got to the point where we weren't even together for the day. Uh, she was doing her thing and I was doing my thing and I was having a great day. I'm great workout. I was in school at this time, so like everything was going good. And then I would just get like some text about something that happened two weeks ago just fucking start yelling at me and it's just like yo i'm having a great day chill like yeah. what's the matter what's wrong and it was always it was always it was always up and down in the and I, the way, the reason i'm talking about this because i hope someone out there who's maybe in the same situation can get some insight that there yeah. is light at the yeah, end of the I was, fucking i was tunnel. about to wrap this okay. all up with that so so it would always go that the the fights would be so bad so bad the fights that i'm like this is stupid i fucking hate it and then there was a breakdown a crying um i'm so sorry and you genuinely saw that that person was going through something so hard and you were like oh my god i love you i'm so sorry like let's we'll, this is okay we'll be okay yeah and then fucking couple days later the biggest fight ever again and then same thing breakdown and it's like oh my god fuck like look at you you're falling apart yeah. let me help you let me pick you back up like fuck like Dude. i'm sorry and it's just the constant wave of that it is not healthy yeah, if you graft that out horrible. on a week if you graft your your height and your <laughs> low your height you graph it out you show them like listen this is why we yeah, can't be together exactly the graph <laughs> has gone way <laughs> we're at 55 percent below five out of ten on the happiness scale okay. we cannot be here right now but you're right you're right you know because you would see a it would for at least for me it would take like a day and a half to two days for that from start to finish of toxic communication like fight or uh stimul like bringing up the problem right initiation all Creating the way to, more problems yeah that aren't even real the biggest problem was the fact that the problems were founded in no truth they were just emotional uh, reactions from her and then from that when you're trying to articulate your point and stand your position it had no the issue would then come from something you said during that that your your defense of the issue became the new subject matter the new problem and then now you trying to solve the initial problem became the problem again and then now she's just trying to peg her point and and find a foundation to lay her argument on but everything's moving there's so many moving parts so then it just becomes hysteria and then after that hysteria for somebody like me i'm a very logical minded yeah, person and same. very fact-based and like if nothing happened then fuck you like i'm sorry i can't do this anymore
So then at some point, I mean, it just came to a head and it got really, really bad. And it was right after I did something extremely good for her. Extremely good. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. And like sitting in hospitals with her family, bringing them lab results before the fucking hospital can to put them at ease. Just uniting the just family over, above and beyond, and then like just going, to just yeah, cradle and trying to take care and trying to pick and them bring, up out of a hole, yeah, and bring them to experiences that they may not be able to afford, be able to do, and introduce them to a lifestyle that maybe can bring them happiness. And just it was never appreciated, and that's a big one. Feeling appreciated in your relationship, if you feel like you're receiving appreciation from somebody, you're getting that, you're getting that. It's closing the loop, the feedback loop. So you do something, you experience it together, it ends, you feel that thank you. That, But I'm not looking for a pat on the back. What I'm looking for is you are taking that into account when assessing how I feel about you. If it's not active or live, like in the moment, like I love you, and I'm not saying it and showing it like physically, but I'm at work that day and I didn't text you, like don't think because I'm not texting you, you we're less or I feel less about you or just because my texts aren't as like explanation points and extended letters and exaggerated and like frequent that I have this differing feeling towards you. It's like how your insecurities well, are driving us. Well, also, let's talk about what you're saying. The texting and the social media, that's a big part of relationships nowadays. Yeah. And it's it's almost relied upon for the relationship. That's not what a relationship is about. Exactly. It has to, you have to separate the constant texting, the Snapchats, like if you don't respond, if you're busy, push that aside. That's not, if you two, if you find someone and you work with them and everything's perfect and it's a good, healthy relationship, you don't need to Snapchat and talk every day. Yeah. You don't need to be on each other's ass like, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? Yeah. And that just shows that like, you're not doing you? anything. Like the yeah. person who's asking, like, what are you doing now? You're not doing much with your life, are you? Well, that's now another thing. That's something blending. I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Because what I saw when I was in the relationship with yeah. our ex, that's weird to say, mm -hmm. our ex, yeah. is we weren't our own people. At all. Every day was every minute with each other, nothing else. Mm -hmm. With Caitlin, she has her priorities and I have my priorities. We work extremely well together. But a day like today, she had all her stuff to do. I had all my stuff to do. We barely spoke. And everything's fine. Like, I'm fucking... It's, everything's perfect. Yeah, and it she should be. She had her life to take care of. I had mine. But that doesn't mean that we're separate. But you know what's you know what's even better about that? On top of, like... It, it's it's sad that you even have to... Not that you. But it's sad that we aren't have, even have to think the time away is bad. Time away is the best thing you can do. Because now what you're doing is you're going out and doing things and developing yourself. And as you develop yourself, you have more to share when you are together with that person. Oh my God. And Dude. now they have somebody who has extra information, extra value to bring to the relationship. You hit the nail and right on the fucking head And right now the fucking sex is better because you see each <laughs> other after two days and not every single day, maybe morning and night. And like everything gets better. What well, you just said is one of my favorite things. When Caitlin and I don't see each other for two days... When we get together and we, the car ride to the gym or whatever it is we're going to do, the conversation is fucking incredible because we're just catching up. We're loving it. We're so into it. We're laughing. We're flirting. Like, and I've been with Caitlin for a while now. And it's when we have that space and that space isn't filled with constant texting and constant no. Snapchatting. When we get together, it's like, hey, babe, I fucking love you. What's up? Yeah. Like, and you see their face and you're like, oh, 
Yeah. It and especially not being on social media. It's amazing. When she comes up to my door, I'm like, your face again. Holy yes. shit. Because oh like, I don't God. see I it all the time. think of that. That's Dude, so crazy. It's weird. It's weird. That's so crazy. It's very weird. You know? I mean, but what a contrast it is from that relationship to, to what you And you, you know what's even cooler? Now. She's more enthusiastic about my Instagram and what we're doing. So she's like... She whips out her phone. The second I start a set at the gym, she whips out her phone and just fucking aims it at me. And I'm like, dude, yes. Like, because now I don't have to even worry about filming anymore. Oh. I had my camera there. She's just like, all right. She got an iPhone X. So, like, fucking videos are 4K. Tits. 4K videos. It's, it's amazing. It's just, it's so easy. Not to mention, she's just fucking, oh, my God. Well, you know what it is, like, too? Because... I'm head over heels for this chick. It's unreal. It's crazy. She works well with my family. Does she listen to these? She will now. Hey, Jen. Yeah, what up, Jen? <laughs> Miss you, love you. Name it's been job. a while since I've seen you. Yeah, well, we'll get used to it. <laughs> you know, she's coming to Outlift on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, we're going to go Sunday, all four of us. It's going to sp- be cute. Yeah, dude, for real. What are you and, doing Saturday? Uh, work at five. Ah, fuck, you work. Okay. That. Well, no, because we're going to the city and we're going to go to an art museum. she got to do it for school. she got to do it for school. This is not some corny I did the same thing bullshit. with Caitlin a couple yeah. months ago. She had to go yeah. to an art museum for school. For nursing. Yeah, for nursing. <laughs> they're both <laughs> in nursing. Isn't that funny? Yeah, for real. Fuck, Frank. That's why we get some. Same X and then the same. Like minds think alike. Holy shit. No, no. Great minds think alike. Not like minds, yeah. Great minds think alike. Yeah. Young minds. Oh. Think alike. <laughs> I had Fuck. so much hope. I know, this, I know. I quote. Damn, I'm not high enough. You completely Fuck. fucked it up. Sorry, guys. Ah, no yeah. roast. Keep Coffee. It's not working, guys. Come on. Damn. Uh, 10% off. F pug at checkout. Yeah, plug your shit, dude. No roast. <laughs> But anyway, oh. yeah. So there's there's more layers to toxic relationships, and I kind of want to get into those. Dude, let's let's so. Go. But were you gonna say something before I go no, into it? No, no, no. Okay. I was gonna talk about the dry wine dry wine farms. I saw you bought dry more. farm dry farms. Yeah, farms so much for that. <laughs> I saw you bought more, but uh, we'll yeah. talk about it later. Yeah. No. All right. Yeah, I got fucking wrecked last night. <laughs> Not you? wrecked. No, we had... <laughs> Jen and I had two glasses each, and we were just like, holy fuck, oh. I haven't been this buzzed in so long. I know. Two glasses for me, too, is done. It's yeah, like, you just kind of loot. It's not like tequila, where you're like, oh, let's fucking go. It's more just I like, mean, oh, know. wow, I'm like melting into my bed right now. Yeah. And then we smoked on top of it, and it was just a wrap. Oh, hello. But, um, all right, so anyway, uh, friends, toxic friends. So relationships, not necessarily, uh, you know, intimate relationships, but friends, right? Having toxic friend relationships. Now, for me, I don't think I have toxic friend relationships or my friends are not the toxic part. The part that is toxic is the habit of hanging out with people so that you could put your brain or your intensity on idle, right? You could kind of relax, like if you go throughout your day with a certain intensity and you're getting shit done and then you're looking for that outlet or you think your friends are more valuable or bringing you more value than you th- than they sh- than they actually are right so like oh when i hang out with my friends i feel happy why do you feel happy well we sit at, we go to their house and maybe we just hang out and sit in a room and watch a movie or something it's like well, what are you doing like what are you really so doing so what you time? just said there is exactly why i cut out a bunch of my friends yeah a bunch of high school friends i do not talk to anymore some of it is because of uh fucking cocaine use oh yeah that's i'm so, out right away yeah. But, yeah well my best friend growing up best fucking friend dude since seventh grade every single day together like in high school sure i was i i knew everyone i was popular but mm-hmm. everyone knew us as like justin matt and connor like two friends that's it my best friend 
fucking started doing drugs, man, like in college and my 21st birthday, 21st birthday, I go to hang out with him and I come over, I come down in the basement and he's snorting a line right in front of me. And he's like, oh, happy birthday, dude. And I just, bro, I stood there and I was so mad, so mad, but I didn't say anything. And I was just like, and not that I need a gift, but for Christmas, for fucking his birthday, everything, I would always get my friend's gifts. Always. Yeah. I just loved it. Nothing. Just, he looked at me, happy birthday, dude. And that's it. Like, dad me up. And I was like, I actually left. I looked at him and I was like, all right, cool. And I left and I just cut that friendship off. It just wasn't for me. Damn, like that. Just like that. Interesting. It was just like. I get it. And, and plus the same thing you said when you hang out with someone and it's fun because you just chill and you do nothing. You kind of That's like, how our friendship was, yeah. which is cool during high school. Yeah, sure. exactly. It's saying. great during high school, first year of college, second year of college, whatever. Then it got to a point where you see how I am now. Driven, yeah. tasks, get shit done, fucking always creating. That's yeah. who I was. And he was like, nah, dude, let's just chill and fucking watch a movie. Let's smoke. And yeah. at first I was just doing it, doing it. And I would find myself, I would find myself hanging with him smoking and when i drive home that night and i lay in bed i would fucking freak out and be like god damn it i'm not i'm not doing anything like there goes another day there goes another day and besides the drugs there's been other friends that are like that too and they question what i'm doing and they don't get it and they're so fucking passive aggressive and they just don't want to hear it and it's like you know what we were great friends throughout high school but I need to continue moving in the future this way yeah. and you're completely going that way. Yeah. Like I still respect you. Yeah. We still no had right a great time. Yeah. yeah. But it's like the, if I chose to continue to hang out with you, I'm not going to see the career path that I want to go down. Yeah. I'm not going to see my progression that I exactly. want to go down. So I have cut out a lot of toxic friendships. Yeah. And now I'm to a point where it's like, you don't need them. No, it's just like, stupid. I don't, it's weird. I, it's weird to think that, people have friends who they don't like like what the fuck are you doing yeah, bro? or don't love yeah like because there's people out there that are like-minded that you can mesh so well together and exceed so incredibly fucking far as a friendship yeah. just, like why can, are you, you just build. stuck with this why are you claiming that you're stuck with this person that you don't like it's comfort it's it's all it is is comfort. But is it? Because you're not comfortable when I know I wasn't comfortable when I was in it. No, I wasn't comf- comfortable in my relationship. I wasn't comfortable in my friendships. At the end, at the end, but they're comforting in the be. Well, all right. So in the beginning, they are complimentary because that's how they start. Like, oh wow, I see value in you. You see value in me. We're friends now. And then that started early when you had zero responsibility. So your lifestyle was a totally different thing. Who you were, what you cared about. So entertainment was a big part of the the uh priority list it was a big one right and then as high school starts to come about and then you're like oh maybe i need a job okay i'll get a job but i really want to hang out with my friends okay college comes in you're like okay i need to now i should start looking for job jobs after this and maybe align myself with my future but i fucking let's go out let's get drunk let's party like that shit looks fun i've always seen it on tv and like i'm almost 21 and all these things start to happen before you're 21 then once you're 21 and you graduate school and then you're like wow so life is what i make of it my career is going to be a reflection of the effort that i put into it and depending on your career now this is where i differ with my friends like i've been friends with the same people for dude i was like fucking seven when i met all of my friends like i have five really really close friends from here and we've hung out basically every single week since i was seven at least once a week right 
but usually it was like every day. Yeah. And then over time, it was just comforting to be around those people. Those they were my family, and like we have so many memories together. We used to ride bikes and go get food and just everything. And even was... even their family was like your mom. Exactly. You yeah. Know? You walk in. I would call the you house. You go to family vacations with them. Yeah. Exactly. And then all the way up until after college, even up until now, we still hang out now, right? But the frequency has dropped off significantly, right? And I noticed like I love them to death. And now, like do they I, all still hang out. They hang out more. And they, you kind ever of since I stopped yourself? hanging out, it happens less. And I'm not, you know, claiming anything. It's just like there's not as much glue holding us together because we're all different. Nobody, none of my friends are frequent gym goers at all. They don't care about their health. It's not a priority at all to anybody. And that's literally my backbone, my base. It's who I am. And when I'm around them, I don't feel judged anymore. I used to. I used to feel like I was getting judged. I used to feel like I had to hold back. Now I'm like, I'm owning this shit because I love it and I'm confident. And I walk into a room and I'm like, I have everything that I need. And if you don't want to, you know, talk to me about anything, and I'm, I'm not just limited to fitness, not just limited to health. But when I talk, I have things that parallel to that mindset. I'm always looking to progress. I'm always looking to get better because my job is not where I want to be right now. So I have to make my time valuable. So I'm constantly keeping myself in that mindset. Them, they go to work. They do what they got to do. They don't love what they got to do. But once they're done, it's like opposite direction. Let's go somewhere else. Let's drink. Let's hold living for the weekend, right? Exactly. Like for the weekend, live for the, you know, 6 PM and later, you know, let's go get food and just fucking have a couple beers and, you know, we'll just kind of curse at each other and laugh. And I'm like, okay, like I'm not a, I'm not a prude. I'm not going to not do anything. Oh, you guys are doing bad things. Like I'll hang out. But how often do you hang out? Like, and what are you getting out of the hanging out? Like, I feel like when I'm around my friends now, I don't know what to talk about. I don't know how to bring up conversation. I'm like, I love you guys. Sometimes you hold back stuff you want to say about yeah, like, like what about they the do. podcast or even what they're doing. Like, yeah. I'll be like, you think it to yourself. You're like, oh, wow, that's really bad. Yeah. Or, oh, I can't believe they just did that. Or I can't yeah. believe they think like that. Yeah. Or it's and like, you just don't say anything. Right? Yeah. It's like, oh, we're, we're hungry. Uh, let's, do you want to go to McDonald's? I'm like, like I don't even want to see McDonald's. I don't even want to be near it. Smell it. You don't want to fucking walk I, and, in and, and smell look, it. Look, I'm not better than you, and I'm not that. But like, your mind is so different. But what you're doing, you're not just like you said. You're not better than them. But what you're doing is you're completely involving yourself and engulfing yourself in the life you want. And yeah. in order to move in that way, what? I'm too close to the mic. In know, order to move yeah. into that way. You need to completely surround yourself with that lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes a toxic friendship will hold you back. And yeah. It's just that simple. And, it, and I want to I want to specify, like, my specific situation is not toxic. It's toxic if I fall into the pattern of feeling comfortable by hanging out with them often and saying, oh, well, I get to hang up my ambition today because that takes a lot of effort. Or I'm out of the gym now. I'm tired. I worked all day. I'm shot. Let's hang out with them. But you know what? On the side, I really do want to start this fitness, entrepreneurial, health, wellness type of approach. And uh, it'll happen someday. You know, I'll, I'll catch I'll catch fire someday. Like, no, it's not going to happen, not, asshole. Limit that. Limit that or omit it completely. I was supposed to go away this weekend with them. Uh, last weekend. I was supposed to go to the Adirondacks and go hike with them. Love them to death. And I would love to go to the Adirondacks and go hike. But for me, I go, okay. So, I mean, I got... I don't want to say saved by my parents, but my parents were like, they went away and they were like, yo, you're, you're really going to go away while we go away. Like 
no one's gonna watch the house i was like fuck really because my sister was then going away too oh jeez. she went away on like a work retreat whatever so no one was home at all no one was around in case of an emergency and i was like my parents don't ever go away and i want them to be as clear-minded as possible yeah. and like that's the least i could do if i live in their fucking house you know so I was like, all right, guys, look, as much as I wanted, I wanted to go so bad because then it would have been content. It would have been like a brain change. It would have been just a shakeup of routine. I really wanted to go. But then my mom hits me with it. My sister hits me with a text saying, just in case the, you know, uh, my mother-in-law needs help watching the kids because she's away. Um, you know, are you going to be around? And then my parents were like, you going away when we're going away? Like, that's what the fuck? Like, we have the fish you got to feed. Like, we're expecting a delivery of the TV on Saturday. No one's going to be here to pick it up and put it inside. Like, that can't sit outside. Just stupid little things. But, like, I get it. And for me, I was like, if I stay home, I get to film with you. We get to do a podcast. Or they get it's open. And I could could do things that pertain to my goals. And being goal-oriented, you lose that whole, like, oh, I have free time. Let's spend it with my friends. Because that's idle time idle time is actually toxic so for toxic friendships it's only toxic in the context of somebody who is trying to optimize their time you know and my friends are not like you it's not like where when we hang out this is we're hanging out simultaneously building our career well building that's the our next thing i was gonna goal. say my group of friends now we don't hang out in quotes we yeah. don't like text each other chill and watch a movie and just like eat when we hang out with the people who i consider my friends we do it's fun stuff but it's work or it's was that a burp dude jesus christ i just throat burped <laughs> that's just like i don't you know, know what's the like... weirdest part that you looked me dead in the eye <laughs> i was like did you notice that? <laughs> <laughs> it was like gurgling in my throat that was fucking weird uh, but what i was saying uh, was is that squeak you said that was weird dude. Oh, that was, oh. i was like what i was saying is that my friends, who I like, <laughs> fucking weirdo. All right, go, go, go. We work together. So tomorrow, that kid, Michael. Yeah. I consider him a friend. He's a mm-hmm. great kid. We've hung out multiple times. But every time we hang out, it's to film content, mm-hmm. to work out, and basically to just talk about creating content and his motivation, my motivation. And that's the kind of friendship I like. Yeah. Because then, with that, we don't see each other every fucking day, let alone every week. But... You know, we talk on Instagram here and there, respond to his stuff. We we get along really well because we have the same, you know, same motivation to get this content done, to improve our videos, improve our quality. And uh, tomorrow morning we're hanging out and we're creating some content. And it's like, that's my hanging out. Yeah. And that's the benefit you receive from the friend, right? So like for people, their benefit from friends is laughter and the ability to hang up their like I said before, like their ambition or to hang up their stress and just say, okay, fuck that. I'm in, I'm in free mode right now. I'm playing, you know, I'm on, uh, I'm on with like a fuck, like arcade mode in a game, right? Like, so you have story mode and then you have arcade mode where it's like, all right, if I do story mode, I could keep progressing and, and conquer some levels and beat some bosses and you know, but there's a lot of stress that goes into that pursuit. And what if you just, you know, or you're a little tired today? Just, just shoot up everything. Not yeah. Give a fuck. And just keep practicing some level that you keep seeing constantly. And you're like, oh, I'm really good at this, this one type of thing. And then you capitalize on that. And that's all you're doing. You know, and then you never go back to career mode because it's too hard. It's too hard. It's too much. Sometimes there's things you, you got to do that you don't want to do. There's a couple missions you don't want to do. And like, that's the way that people approach relationships. And it's like, that's not good, man. Like, so what's and nice? Our rela- our friendships. And it's not good. But what's nice about having a very good relationship with a girl is that you can oh, yeah. spend time and have free time yes. with that girl. 
the same person you need that. the same person you have drive with and progression and get your stuff done mm-hmm. in a good relationship you should also be able to have really good free time with that girl yeah and just hang out do nothing close the computers close the phones chill yeah exactly because now you're using the time when you two are not together to be productive in those extern those other things yeah. other than your job i mean hopefully one day we're we're not even burdened with that job and then this is the job you know content creation is a job and then when you're not doing that you could then completely completely just close everything hide it put it to the side and absorb the other person 100% and just become one with that person and then really have a deep relationship have real connection real experience and then from there after that's over not over but like after you know you do part and you go back to your thing that you need to do it's still invigorating it's still something that brings you joy and you're not like you're never whole you're never kind of putting that your pursuit of a better you you're never putting that to the side you're just doing it in different flavors so one would be with the girl and then the other one is in your career but you're always pursuing a better version of what you were yesterday and that that mindset is something that doesn't mix with people who don't have that so if I'm constantly trying to progress, I cannot sit idle with people who want to sit idle. If there are a bunch of people who are like mechanic, so if my friend, my friends are mechanic, like some of them are mechanics, one's in tech, the other one's in finance. If they were like entrepreneurial and really wanted to follow through with those, those fields, but we had the same mindset, I could hang out with them all day because I would, it'd be contagious. And then I'd want to do more on what I want to do. And then maybe they're open-minded to what I'm doing and maybe give me insight and I give them insight. I'd be so much more ready to hang out with them. But right now it's like every time we hang out, it's just jokes and it's fun. I love them. But like time and place, man, time and place. I want to be with them when I'm on my ranch in Utah, you know, fucking yeah, chilling. Yeah. Just chilling. Sh- sh- just shot an elk or barbecuing it. Now let's talk. Shit. Yeah. Those would be the best. Like now I'm to ready. Do that yeah. With. When I'm 40, 35 40 and like we're just hanging out smoke a little joint fucking hang just barbecue hanging out with the girls everybody's all together like that's when i'm doing that but at 25 when i'm ambitious and i fucking energy and i have freedom and i don't have kids i don't have a family i don't have a mortgage i don't have all these obligations i'm gonna sit here and hang out with you guys and just fucking stare you in the face and i feel like it's a waste when i do it's such a waste waste and i I take that hard on myself i really feel bad about myself when i do that yeah even we were talking about a couple weeks ago when I had a day off and I had nothing to yeah. do. I, was, I wasn't even with any friends or anybody. I was home alone. I was fucking freaking out. Jesus. Yeah, dude. And it, I mean, look, and then people be like, well, you guys are too much. And it's like, well, you're somebody who's not going to experience greatness. You're just oh, not. Snap, but Frank. like you're not. I'm in hot. But I mean that. And you're, I really you're right. You're right. You know, I agree with you. You're not going to experience the the true payoff of hard work because now when I step into a gym, right? I, I've never felt this way. I mean, I've recently started feeling this way. But I used to when I first stepped into a gym, I used to look around and be intimidated. I used to look mm. around and say, I'm inadequate. I'm not who I I could be. I oh my god, that guy's fucking jacked. Look, what does he do? What's his life like? He must really enjoy what he does. And like I'd aspire to be. And then I worked hard. I was persistent and didn't stop. I did not fucking stop. And I've mastered the art of being physically active, healthy, and by master I mean just it's it's on it's autopilot for me now. That's what I mean by master. I'm not the best, but what I'm doing is so easy, yet from the outside looks super complex and very dedicated. But it's just now it's my status quo, right? And now I walk into a gym 
and I'm just extremely confident. I'm tunnel vision. I don't look around. I don't need validation. I don't want people to see me. I don't care. And people come up to me. People ask me for advice. They want to join me. I have people on Instagram who are like, yo, I'll, if I sign up to UFC, would you want to work out? I'm like, Jesus Christ, you'd come to a gym to work out with me? Like, this is now the level I'm at from being somebody who was who felt inadequate and just every single day said, I need to fucking do something about this and not worry about the guy to my left, not worry about the guy to my right. Just focus on you because you know that if you put in the time and you put in the, de the dedication and you don't skip a beat, you will get there in due time. And you know what? You would have never gotten there if you just stayed with your friends every day. Yeah, Just exactly. chilled with your friends every day. Yeah. And like you said, where you felt you were being judged, you probably were being judged. 100%. But there comes a point where you stop being judged and they start asking you like, yo, how did you do it? Yo, can you help me? Mm -hmm. Yo, help me out. This is a problem. This is a problem. There comes a time where the entire thing fucking pivots and all the people who are making fun of you look at you and they're like, oh, dude, like, I'm your friend. Hey, look at me. Yeah. Take, take me with you. I'm your friend. Don't remember, dude. Come on, friend. Yeah. We're fucking bros. <laughs> like we were dope back in high school. Remember like, that? Oh, shit? remember you make fun of me for doing all this stuff? Yeah. Right? Remember that? Exactly. Because that's, honestly, all my fucking high school friends made fun of me for YouTube. Yeah. But now it's like, even though we're only 24 or 23, wherever you're at, we're not that deep into, um, into careers. They're kind of hating their lives already. Yeah. And they're like, they already got dad look, bods. At, look at Justin. He's, he's killing it. You know, yeah. they're like, whatever. I don't want to, I don't feel like I'm fucking being cocky saying this, but I'm just saying, no, but you have I, I'm just saying the situations that I've been in. Like, yeah. I, that's how it is. That's the facts. Yeah. That's what they say. And ha have you seen, have you been in, have you met, met up with someone have from you met high up school with people in, from high school? Dude, just last week at the barbershop, this fucking kid, Joey Gates, in high name school, drop. name drop, Joey Gates. In high school, he was the coolest motherfucker, the best wrestler, the best football player. And, you know, I wrestled, I played football, and, like, he was the popular clit kid. And just, <laughs> popular clit. Popular clit, did I say that? <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I heard. He, he was definitely not a popular clit. Yeah. He was a popular Scratch kid. That. I fucking always kind of admired, like, their group and their friendship. And now, like, I saw him at the barbershop. As I was leaving, I'm like, Joey, what's up, bro? And he was like, hey, what's up, man? And it was kind of, like, mellow. And... You know, I was just asking a little bit, like, what he's up to, what, because his, his friends, I know them too, I grew up with them, and they're just all, have, he was kind of, like, just saying it, like, he's super blah about what he does, yeah. all his friends, like, yeah, he just works in the city for Yelp, and he just is a, you know, he's just, like, doing service calls for Yelp, and this person's doing this, and I'm just like, oh, alright, like, that's cool, like, okay, yeah, that's, that's that and way. I'm looking at him, and he's, like, not in shape anymore, and, and, yeah. just, I'm Did like... That's what I saw. And I'm fucking on cloud nine, you know, yeah. with all this shit that I love. Exactly. And, and that's all it takes. Yeah. And, and no financial. I've looked at him. We talked for a little bit. You know, it was nice. It was really cool to see him, obviously. Mm -hmm. Of course. Because um, I haven't seen him in fucking seven years. But or see, it is. you probably thought it was nice to see him. And he probably didn't think it was nice to see you as a reflection of himself. Maybe. I, right. I don't know that for a fact. But it might but be like, a maybe. mirror mirror into reality. So, like, I've noticed I saw people I, starting two years ago. Ever since like maybe two years ago, up until about now, every time I see somebody from high school, I everybody loses points. I've always seen people, they just lost thrust from high school. I really don't know many people who are like, I'm fucking charging. There are a lot of people who were low in high school and now are getting better. Mm -hmm. And I love those people. I love seeing them, love watching them. I follow them on Instagram, but I don't really see them that much. But like they're marginally getting better at what they do or maybe happier. Then I see the people who are jocks and like, 
heavy football, heavy baseball, and all this shit. Everyone and I see them now. Everyone was so popular, man. Bro, it reverses. They're alcoholics. They are extremely out of shape. Bored with their job. Just they look sick. They're not having fun. They're just escaping their reality. I see them in the gym. Like and I, I, I know it might sound really judgmental for us to say all this. Things, no, it's not. But it's, it's, it's observation. It's true. It, it's, it's observation. It's like factually true that this is the shit people are going through right now. Yeah, and, and we t- see it, dude. I was friends with these kids. I see it. Yeah, and the takeaway from this is not to be like, oh, be a fucking sportsman, do all the physical stuff and eat healthy. No, no. But what you want to do is toggle all of these controls that help you stay awake, help you stay healthy, build your muscle on your body so that your metabolism is actually good and your brain is firing on all cylinders. And all of these things are your, your infrastructure as a person is taken care of and then find the thing that you love. If you're young enough, right now, this is why this is Young Minds, we want to catch you before you fall into these fucking patterns that are going to kill you. The pattern is not to get immediate gratification through something that you know is either a substance or it's quick, it's immediate. You're getting it now. Alcohol, cocaine, uh, sex, partying, all these different things are going to give you that that boost of happiness. Those are not sustainable. Those aren't real things that are going to get you anywhere. What does get you somewhere is a lifestyle that is positive, that actually gives... <laughs> Justin's taking notes that gives you that gives you life without putting in an external substance or getting validation from other people on a shallow approach you know like oh uh, you know whether it be your art or your your uh, well no these are good things so like you have an art or you have a sport that you do or fitness in this case or you're going through corporate and you really care about your job and you're getting better and better and more progression well, that stimulates your motivation for life exactly for your life yeah so once you set that foundation and then you're actually pursuing something then you have it you have you have the answer right there so i know we're veering very far off of toxic relationships true but i love this conversation and i took out my notes because i wanted to draw something um i came across this video the other day and it ties in perfectly to what we're saying right now so if you guys are at home are not driving and just listening, take out a piece of paper and draw a line. What you're going to do is you're going to draw a timeline, right? And you're going to put um, born at one end and die at the other end. Oh, I saw right? this. Did you see this? I fucking And then this. you're going to put a dash for 10 years old, a dash for 20 years old, a dash for 30, a dash for 40 years old. That's a 14. Good job, Justin. <laughs> a dash for 50 right in the middle. And you're going to keep going. In 10 intervals. Until, in 10 intervals. So basically, you have a timeline in front of you. The beginning is born, and then 10 years old, 20, 30, 40, 50. What you do, you start working, right, around... I started working at 15, mm-hmm. full, like, so a job. 18. Whatever. Average. Let's just say you start working a job at 18, right? Draw a line down there. And if you start working at 18, I don't know, man. A little slow. Yeah, start, but whatever. But I mean, we, I live, we yeah. live the place we live in now... Yeah, you know, but times are times are improving. Whatever you want to say, should be working by sixty. You retire at what sixty five, hopefully. Today, no, but yeah, that's like let's just bullshit and say sixty five. You retire. Yeah, draw another line at sixty five. If you block this off, when you're born to the when you start working, that's like your teenage years, your your child. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Cartoons are the shit great. You time. You enjoy everything if you, you know, obviously have a good upbringing. And then when you retire, 65, 70 and on is when you're like, okay, time to relax, get old, enjoy, you know. The whole middle, the thing you have boxed off on that piece of paper in front of you right now, 
that's the majority of your it's life. It's two-thirds of your life. If you are not doing something you enjoy in this box right here, if you are not loving your fucking life in the majority of the time you are living, yeah. then what the fuck are you doing? It's That box is so fucking important to see it visually. Because we could think about it and we could put it off until tomorrow. I'm gonna, do you want to post this day. on the Young Minds? Fuck yeah, I do. Well, I'm going to pull up the video. Let's make it. Yeah. Make oh, you want to make it us? Let's just make our own. Okay, cool. I'm yeah. down with that. We'll show them. But... That I saw that video on Instagram and I was like, dude, that's yeah. it. Like all these friends I have who I left because, you know, it was just not a good friendship. Mm-hmm. They're not living what they love. They're not. And for me to want to veer in the direction of doing what I love, I can't like affiliate myself with that. Yeah. No, I just you couldn't. You can't. It, they're it just, like it, a it, vacuum. It fucked me up in energy. the head. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. They're like siphoning your fucking energy out of your body. They're just sucking it out. And by that, I don't mean they're bad or parasitic people, but your energy is being tied into being idle. So like I'm presenting myself. Hey guys, how's everything? Oh, we're sitting here watching TV. Okay, I'll sit down. And then you're just, you're forcing yourself to do nothing. And you're forcing yourself, if your ultimate macro goal is to make progress in what you're doing outside of work and what you're doing outside of work is sitting idle, then clearly your your ethics are not lined up. Have you ever hung out with a bunch of people and everyone was on their fucking phones not saying a word? Uh, Probably every time that I hang out with groups of people. Dude, it's Every so, time it's an awkward silence. It's like, up onto my phone. It's so annoying. It pisses me off so yeah. much. And a lot of the time, so if much. there's a conversation going on between like two people and there's a group and then people who are not engaged in the conversation say, oh, fuck this. I'm going to go on Instagram real quick. It's like, wait, wait, so you're not even interested in trying to maybe interject, get in here, you know? You're just like, fuck it. I mean, they're talking, so let me just sit here and just put my brain on a shelf and do nothing. We're, we're so immediately gratified, and we're, we love it. We're addicted to it. These little dopamine bursts from notifications. These <laughs> This little, like, oh, I got a text. Ooh, ooh. You know, and, like, we live for that. If we don't get that, we don't feel good. But we're not focused on making ourselves so good that we get more of that. You know, like we're so focused on the results and not focused on the journey. And the journey can be fun if you know what you want as a macro result. You know, and these people, it's just, I mean, there's so many people who are working a job. Like if you're unionized or you're like right out the box, you're kind of there. You're in, you're in your career. Now you're just working your way to the top. It's very easy to not be passionate if you're really not passionate about your, your craft. So you're just going to work every day and you know that time will increase your income time will increase your quality of uh of work where you have more time off and you become more senior and you don't get shitty jobs anymore and then like ooh, things get better but like during your golden years your early 20s your mid 20s and 30 around there that's when you're doing the bitch work or you're you're kind of starting in your career but if you're not trying to advance as a person and develop as a person and you're just kind of falling into your career and going up the track you're not going to develop as a person and not going to be able to enjoy yourself on the, the level that you po- that, that you can because you're just kind of sitting idle and you're waiting for time to take over because you think there's going to be light at the, un- at the end of the tunnel. But you're not practicing being the best you so that you could then optimize that time when you do get senior or when you do have those more time off and more vacation hours. Now it's like my vacation is going to be spent since I've been doing nothing my whole 20s or maybe every single night I'm going out to dinner I'm spending all my money on going out to eat a couple beers it's a $70 bill you know 
two or three times a week with my friends and that's what I do we watch sports and it's like okay now what man oh my team my team didn't win and now I'm pissed about my team it's like you're you don't care about you you know like you're a liability after a while when you start to completely digress from yourself you know your family maybe hates you or resents you your if you have kids and you're not focused on being a better you or being a better role model you're kind of just escaping reality because you you're not fulfilled in your life this is what happens when you put your brain on idle and you choose the easy route you know and our days are spent 8 hours at work the other you know 4 or 5 free hours that you have in the day are just spent idle because you're decompressing from your day it's like you're living in this oh, cycle that like, sounds so sad and and then you surround yourself by people who are also doing that and they all have resentment towards their careers and they become victims instead of you know uh, somebody who's going to be active or an activist right like you're not going to do anything about your life you're not going to try to fight upstream you're just going to get caught in the current like that sucks it's it's just such an unfulfilling life and there's nothing wrong with the person it's just i think you get caught up early in life and then those patterns just capitalize and that the grease that groove and that becomes your norm and that's what i was saying before with comfort i feel like people just get really comfortable early on and they're like oh i like this stress to payment ratio you know i'm getting paid enough money but like i'm not really stressing stress the payment ratio yeah like i'm just this is enough one. this is okay I can, I can do this you know and then you get caught in that cycle and then you're like i'm not progressing you know, and that's why the gym, I feel like, and there's so many parallels to the gym. Every time I go to the gym, I'm a better me. I'm trying to be a better me than I was yesterday, I'm trying to do more than I was yesterday so that I well, could I learn. To, I wanted to bring that up that even, you know, you're bashing like being in a job or whatever that you don't want to be in. Some people have no circumstances like they can't get out of it. They have to work. They're stuck in it. But that doesn't mean the other hours you can't take care of yourself and still have motivation for something else other than just this stupid job that you don't like. You know what I mean? No, I, I completely do. But with me, when I when I talk, I'm talking to young generations, like oh, the yes, younger. Yes, but I, I, I just you want to say, like, in. there's people out there who are stuck in a job and they have to stay because of financial reasons or whatever mm -hmm. it may be. But that doesn't mean you have to throw away the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. the, and what you're saying that the gym is a parallel to all this. Well, that's what's the beauty of being into health and fitness. There's your motivation. Yeah. Anyone, I fucking guarantee. The people who hate working out, hate nutrition, if you or not, or if you or I was with them and trained them and showed them the ways and like went to their house and cooked and showed them what they can, show them how they can feel with health and fitness, all of a sudden they would change and they would love it. Exactly. Every, everyone would love this stuff. I'm exactly. I mean, it's the same thing with ping pong. I bring it up every fucking time. Yep. I love ping pong now. But when you guys came over that first time, I was like, oh, they want to play ping pong. I fucking hate this thing. I got to throw this fucking ping pong table <laughs> out because I find it so stupid. And I was just... In my head, I thought it was just a waste of time or, like, you guys are just trying to play a game. Like, I, I don't know why I didn't like it, but I just didn't like it. And by doing that, you just box your, you close yourself off to opportunity. Completely and, like, off. fuck, man, exercise is the most underlooked one. It's not about looking good, but looking good does help your confidence a little bit no matter who you are. I'm sorry, would you rather have a pot belly or would you rather have some a little bit of definition in your shoulders and your biceps? You know, like, yeah, flex a little harder. <laughs> but, like, you like know, that. like, that's enough to show you, hey, look, I worked hard. I got this th this paid off. And now I feel really good. I physically feel good. I'm confident. I wear clothes, and it looks pretty good. I haven't looked good in a while. That's cool. You know, wow. it's funny, though. I just want to bring up yeah. when you were talking about uh, looking good and muscle and feeling good, that flex I just did in my chest, that was subconscious. 
Okay, well, that's I didn't even do you're that fucking on anabolic right now, bro. I didn't, even, <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose. That was so weird. I did. I now that you bring it up, like you were just explode. talking about feeling good and muscles, and I was like, oh yeah, so fuck, I feel good. <laughs> Um, was there anything yeah. else with the toxic no, relationship dude, I, you wanted to talk about? Toxic. Okay, yeah. Um, I know and then I said family. Toxic Fa- family and family? Yeah, so I was saying, like, there could be family that's toxic. You know, you could have... Because we don't choose our family. No. We don't, right? So if you're in a family, and I'm, I have nowhere to speak with this. I have an incredible family. Yeah. But I've seen people, I've seen plenty, where... That then having a toxic family or having a family that doesn't jive with your ideals, that doesn't fuck with what you fuck with, like those types of families can possibly hinder your outlook on life at an early, at an early stage. Not now. Like, I feel like right now I'm impenetrable. You cannot fuck with my outlook. You know, like you just, you're not. My parents cannot tell me anything that's going to tell me that what I'm doing now is wrong. Like, get away. But when I was 14... If my dad sat me down and was like, Frank, you know, we got to talk about this. Like, no matter what it was and how passionate I was, I was not going to continue. It just wouldn't happen because I was so easily influenced. So if you have parents or sisters or brothers who are actually bad people, or not actually bad, let's not even go that far. Just like, well, I mean, the, yeah, so. they're not complimenting your life. They're not trying to make you better. They're hyper insecure or they're guarded or they make you feel uncomfortable or they're bullies or they're molesting you like whatever. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know what more that's of the like. time. It's like their perspective isn't aligned with yours. Yeah. And if you're susceptible to feeling self-conscious, that could really hinder your progress and your initiative to try to do what you want to do. You know, and I feel like I've seen a lot of people who have toxic family. I mean, I don't want to. Well, what do you do about that? That's what I'm saying. This is this is kind of where we open it for discussion, where if you live in the same house as that person, you see them every single day and it really does kind of chip at you. Then you have to see is my quality of life every day worth the, you know, I got to pay for rent now, move out. Is that worth it? Or do I build a defense mechanism that's not going to pull myself down and my morale down but it just kind of boxes me away from them so to talk personal for a second yeah uh i'm like that with my dad uh i completely have a mechanism of like when he's around everything shut down like just shut down if he says something to me the answer is yes or no and i'm quick and that's it and no talking about what i do because it's just always leads to a fucking argument yeah why you're not doing this instead why you're not in school instead uh no talking about because, you know, I want to share stuff. I love my family. I fucking, mm-hmm. I'm so open with my family. Everyone in France, like, we talk all the time. And, and my mom, my sister, like, we're all fucking cool. And then it's just, like, my dad. And it's just, like, he's that fucking brick wall that I've built over the years. This mechanism, like you just said, of shutting down. And just when he comes home, it's like, that's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going up to my room. All right. Yeah. That's it. That, and I have to say that and used it to sucks. be. It sucks, bro. Yeah. It really sucks. Dude, I, I mean, I was there with that type of relationship with my own father six months ago and back. Yeah. Yeah. Like the end of my relationship towards the end, when I started like complaining to my mom about my relationship, then my dad would hear and like he would start to put input in. And then he saw that I changed gyms and like he then wanted to lose weight. And all these things kind of aligned at once. So, like, he was able to put input into my relationship because he would see her and be like, dude, I fucking can't stand her. And, like, 
then my mom would also feel that way. So then they both had something that they could kind of. So do you think the relationship got better because you found some common, common ground? ground? Yes. Okay. So now he started going that's to what the my, gym. That's what my stepmom is telling me. Like try and find common ground, which for us is like hunting. Yeah. Or uh, not the gym at all. I tried so many times, yeah. but. But like now he's super interested in this. Not yeah. super. Like, I mean, he would, oh, yeah, he yeah, wants yeah. to help however that. he can. Right. Like if he want if, if he sees a, a way in, like last night we were driving to Huntington and I uh, pick up a car and we went over there and on our way there, it was just like constantly talking about, like I was able to actually describe how I feel in certain situations and motivations for things and like get deep. I never got deep with him ever. And he never got deep. Like we were talking about his Aruba trip and like, oh, do you feel more clear headed? Do you like, I never went into his psyche. I was never able to penetrate that. Meanwhile, that's my fucking thing. I'm like a therapist in my own way because I'm always trying to find motivations. We always like, want to have a discussion, a conversation. Yeah, I want to know your motivation. So when I know your motivation, I just like that post that we po- I posted on The Young Minds a little while ago where it's like a man yes, and a yes, female yes. and they have like a, a little maze that you got to get through. Like I want to figure out your maze and get to your core. That's just what I want to do. This way I know how to interact with you. So with him now, I'm finally breaking those walls down. And he's so much cooler and more relaxed. You know, because I remember you had so much pent up energy and stress and that. But do you think it was a change with him or a change with you? It was a change with him. Yeah, because see, that's what I'm 100%. thinking. For, I'm, I'm trying to picture my dad and myself and not to be sound like a dick, but like, I don't feel like there needs to be a change from me. Like I'm, I it try doesn't. and open, I, can tell I try and like explain to him some shit that I do with the podcast, with YouTube and all this. And it's just like, it gets shut down hard. Yeah. It gets shut down hard. And it's just like, you know what? There's no point of me to even tell you what the fuck I do in my life anymore. Yeah. It's just like, okay, wait five years and then see. Yeah. You know, that's basically what our relationship's down to. Which sucks because we live on the same house. And even if we, when I had my own house for two years, like, our relationship did get a little better because we didn't talk for like a week. Yeah. He'd call me. He'd start calling me. Dude, it was the craziest thing. He'd start calling me and just be like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, hey, what, what's up? What do you need? And he's like, no, just how you doing? And I'm like, oh. Uh, I'm good. How are you? Like, you, yeah. you want to know how I'm doing? That's it. That's why I call. Like, we're just gonna talk back and forth a little bit. Cool. But now that I'm back there, it's it's like, yeah. And I think now, especially that I dropped out of school, it's just we talked about this on a podcast. Yeah. How the different generational gap, they don't see the benefit in that, and it's just such a different world now. And, you know, we can't get through with that. And I think it is just gonna take time. Yeah, you have to materialize some sort of success. Yeah, but a toxic then... family, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah, and I can only imagine. You know, because being in your own house and having to like shut down. Yeah. And not be fun anymore. I was there. I mean, when I'm home alone, fucking Insta stories are awesome. Yeah. YouTube's great. I'm just into everything. And then as soon as he comes home, it's like, oh, that's gone. Go burrow. Okay. Into my room. I'll take a boomerang instead of talk. Yeah. (laughs) Just something stupid like that. No, but I'm with you. That's like legit. Because I used to, well, I mean, I would. Whenever I'm home, if I'm filming like what I'm cooking, I'll be like, oh shit, look at that. And like if it's a steak in butter, I'm like, ooh, you know, I'll I'll be vocal. But then if you're there around, I'm just like, fuck (laughs) <laughs> take a picture and then like label what it was yeah no it's toxic like, fuck, family man. is no fun but every family has their problems they do every family has like their alcoholic or the yeah. person who can't get their shit together mm-hmm. and that's a tough one it's a tough one because it it's very different yeah and i feel like i mean a takeaway from this would be like you know if you have the financial situation where you can move out if it's that much of a burden because i mean yeah. we have to wait like finances are one thing but like your quality of life and how you feel about yourself and your perception of yourself and getting away from negative energy is so fucking important. And that's why like breakups are so hard because you're so caught in that, that mental groove where like, oh, okay, this person's been in my life for a while and I want to keep 
I, I'm just comfortable. This is good, but man, if it only it just got a little better, for, and only they just pulled that shit out of them and just got rid of that insecurity, maybe things would be better. Let's try it. Let's try it. Let's try it. And that just happens with everything, even your regular friends. And like, we're just so scared of change, but I've realized, man, change is the fucking catalyst for greatness. It is amazing. Dude, like, when I, when I broke up with our ex, yeah. even though I broke up with her and like, I was like, this is done. I felt like my life wasn't going to go on. Like, what Same, the fuck bro. am I going to do? Yeah. Even though I was the one to pull that trigger, mm-hmm. it was like, this is a disaster. But I'm not going back. But now my life is fucked. Mm -hmm. But that change, just like you said, brought me to the fucking most happiest part of my life ever. And I met the most amazing girl I've ever met in my Mm -hmm. fucking life. And, like, it just unfolds. When you you stop the toxic shit, all of it, stop the toxic relationships, stop the toxic friendships, and you just, like I said earlier, engulf your life in what you love. What your motivation is, what makes you tick, what makes you happy, what makes you fucking wake up every morning and say, let's do this. When you engulf yourself in that, you're going to find the right girlfriend. You're going to find the right friends. You're going to find the people who just accentuate your life. And the reward is that you accentuate their life too. That's what a relationship is. A relationship is when, whether it be girlfriend, boyfriend, friendships, it's a, a relationship, a good relationship is... You're all working together and everything's happy and good yeah. and you're progressive together. You vibe off each other. Yeah. Not, and I have to go hang out with these people and shut myself down. I'm going to go hang out with my girlfriend, but I have to watch what I say because I'm going to yeah. get yelled at. Fuck that. I'm so tired of that. Oh, dude, it hits me in the Went feels, Went through too bro. much of that. <laughs> it's through the feels. <laughs> Can you imagine us, me and you, having to watch what we say? It doesn't make sense right now right like this would have been impossible i mean let alone let alone just being with you would have been like what are you doing well of course that'd be weird because we hung out one night right remember the night that we hung out um it was me you joe no no just we hung out like me you it was joe ryan uh that other kid i forgot his fucking name um and we were at your house adam no no no, i know you guys came to my house ryan's friend built kid he's pretty built oh yeah, yeah we were playing uh taboo we're playing taboo. Remember, we're playing a board game. Oh yes, at my and Belmore house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I built yeah, on my sorry. own. Yes, and just like the questions I got, I was like, "So, did anyone say anything? Like, what were you talking about? What was going on?" And like, she just wasn't happy that I was able to be mature enough to hang out with you at your house. Like, didn't look at the merit. Didn't look at like the, wow, look at the character I'm with. He's hanging out with my ex boyfriend and is not even close to like. We had a great night. Like I was, I genuinely felt good that night. I have like, an I really story saved good. from that night. That's the funniest fucking thing. Someone saying something about sucking dick when we were playing Taboo. Oh, bro. I remember Is that. Is that you? I think it involved me in some way, and I forgot what it was. I'll pull it up after this podcast. Yeah, well, I gotta hear so that. so funny. Because I remember that shit. But that was, was a great night. And yeah, there was kind of the elephant in the room that like, you know, yeah. you're dating my ex. Yeah. It's and like, it was just like, I don't want to acknowledge that. Like, I, would acknowledge, I acknowledged it immediately with you. But like I didn't want it to be like, oh, the thing, the thing, there's the thing, you know? Wait, can like, we tell the story? Stupid. I think we're going to end soon because no, we, we hit everything. Yeah, but I want to tell the story of when you f- first came up to me. Oh, man. And <laughs> I said something and I had no... I uh, still to this day don't remember bro, I said this. Burnt into my memory. Okay, so let me... This is so fucking funny. I love this story. <laughs> if you guys made it this far, we love you. Yes. Listen so, to this shit. <laughs> uh, Frank and I went to the same... Well, our entire friend group went to the same gym. Crunch yeah. in Belmore. Like mm-hmm. people we just hang out with. So I would always see Frank and we kind of just... 
I don't know if we like talked or we just said hi. Like we knew each other. We it was knew like we a had head nod. We knew we had mutual friends. You know, yeah. like we look similar. He's built. He's young. My age. Whatever. And we would talk back and forth super rarely. But I remember one day he comes up to me and he's like, "Hey man, listen, uh, I don't want things to be weird, but like now that this is like, I hope you have no hard feelings." And I'm like. What are you talking about? Like, what the fuck? What do you? Yeah. What's going on? So I was like, just what like, happened, I, I, wanna, I was like, I just want to get, I want to clear the air. I was like, I know you're her ex, and I'm now dating her, and I just want you to know, like, yeah, I don't. I was just like, I was like, I know exes and ex boyfriends and all this shit can get weird, but I'm not cut of that cloth. Like, I'm, so, I'm yeah. here for her. I don't care what happened before her. People fuck people, and that's what happens. So I'm here's like, the thing. So me, I'm you're telling me line. this, and I'm like, dude. In my head, which you know now, I'm like, I want nothing to do with her. Yeah. Like, I don't... You're talking to her, seeing her? Yeah. Cool, dude. Like, I dated her. And plus, when you told me this, we had broken up like a year and a half ago. Yeah. So it was like a long time since we even talked. Yeah. So you're telling me this, and I was like, dude... No, because I remember sure, this... Man. So let me share this one piece of information, which Go I ahead. didn't share. So you went to... So before that, you went to a Logan Paul thing. Yes. And you edited a video... And with her face, she, like, showed up in the video, and you put a red X. Dude! Oh, my God. <laughs> or something like that. Okay, so like, ah. <laughs> she fucking, she found out we were all going to the city. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, I'm coming. And then invited herself. And, like, yeah. we were all just like, no. Like, fuck, don't. But we yeah. didn't say that, and she showed up. And then I was like, oh, this is going to be funny. <laughs> so I take the camera, and I'm like, oh, look who showed up. And as soon as her face popped up, that split second, the big the screen just went blank. and went, Beep! <laughs> and then uh, I pick up the camera. I'm like, I'm wiping the lens. I'm like, oh, that's so weird that my camera just fucking bugged like that. Yeah, exactly. But that was stupid. So was I saw stupid. no, but like I I saw that. And I was like, oh, there's like animosity and oh, hate. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, all right, let me just clear the water, you know, clear the air, whatever. Uh -huh. And uh, so then I go up to Justin and I'm like, yo, dude, like I just I don't know anything about you. I don't have anything against you. I was like, I whatever happened between you guys is between you guys. I just want you to know that like I'm jumping into this because I'm interested in her and I like her and. You and I have no issues. I will. I don't talk shit, and I, I, I'm not cut of that cloth. Yeah, and which I, like, I, I appreciated like, that so much. Yeah. I was like, dude, absolutely. First of all, like, there's nothing but to, like take her. Yeah, like it's cool. And then I don't remember saying dude, this, dude, but Frank this remembers guy, clearly. This fucking guy goes, <laughs> he goes, I dude, like, dude, totally cool. I, I honestly couldn't. It doesn't matter to me. Like, go. And he's like, good luck. I was like, what? I you didn't say anything. Like, I was just like, good luck, and then we parted ways. Yeah. I don't remember saying Dude, good luck. I turned around, and I was like, what? Like, what, <laughs> what am I getting good luck? into? Uh-oh. And I was like, there's something I don't know. There's something I don't know. And, like, from there, man, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about. It's like, he knows something I don't well, you know. you found out. You found out oh, quick dude, enough. I found out. I fucking found out. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I hey, look, no harm, no foul. We learn from our mistakes, and uh, hopefully she does, too. And if she doesn't, it's not our problem. Yep. I you know. And uh, yeah, so that kind of wraps up our our uh, little podcast here. We had about how long was this? An hour seventeen. Hour set. That's fucking perfect. Yeah. I love it. Good timing. Yeah. No. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Really appreciate it. And again, if you want to uh, scroll down, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please look at the five star ratings. If you want to drop us five, that'd be cool. Anything lower than that's great. Just don't leave your name. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we also, if you haven't checked out our website, YoungMindsPodcast.com. It is a membership-based forum where you get all of Frank and I's articles that we write about all our studies, um, our workouts, nutrition, supplements. I feel like I say the same shit every time. Yep. If you haven't checked it out, fucking check it out. It's incredible. And we have a 
fucking we're having a guest come on soon next oh, podcast yeah. do you want me to say that i want it to well, be I'm next podcast to. Or I soon. Hope it is. It's going to be or in the near be. future. Yeah. Um, anybody who's interested in the cannabis industry, CBD, THC, WBAB, whatever the fuck <laughs> you want to listen to, uh, yeah. So anything cannabis is going to be on one of the up and coming podcasts. We have a couple guests in the pipeline and uh, inspirational, educational, you know, perspirational, all the Asianals. I'm sweating. That's why I'm perspirating. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's good. You feel it in my armpits? I feel it. Yeah. You, feel it. you see what I mean? Feel it. Dude, I need to go to bed. All right, well, All right, guys, thanks, I really sir. appreciate everything. Peace out. Love you. I'm not fucking leaving!